back to Gimme More Reality. It's me, Kylie. Thank you guys for coming back and listening. Hope everybody has had a great week so far. Personally, it's been an okay week, nothing too crazy. Just feeling like uh, where I live, it's just been, it's been raining for God. I don't know what feels like weeks, months. I'm just like, blah trying to like try to work out today but i was just like i mean who knows i might get to it this evening but i just got off work and i was just like you know what we're just gonna report the podcast right now and if i get to a workout awesome if not it's gonna be okay i just don't my body just doesn't have the uh the stamina today to be able to get through it so we're just gonna about it today. I'm struggling, you guys. I'm struggling to get back into working out. I was doing so good for months where I was working out at least four days a week. And I took like one week off and it has been a struggle to get back up into that, um, back into that situation. So I just need to get back into it and just get back into the routine and we'll, you know, listen, we'll get there, but fuck, I hate working out. But also I love how I feel afterwards. So it's a real love hate relationship. I'm sure we can, I'm sure many people can, um, can relate to that as well. So, all right. So guys, so I have been watching Real Housewives of Miami. What a show, what a show, what a show. So, so, so good, you guys. So good. I kind of watched Miami back in the day when it was on, but I didn't really hunker down in it. I always watched kind of like, I was really, you know, into Beverly Hills and Orange County, just all the other ones that were kind of, you know, our, our staples. Um, but I never really got into Miami, but wow, what a great show. And I'm sorry, like I almost posted this on my, um, on my Instagram this week and maybe I still will, maybe I'll do that as like the post, but it's wild to me how much Larissa Pippen looks so much like Kylie Jenner now. I mean, I understand, like, she was hanging out with, like, the fam. She clearly went and saw their doctors. Like, I get it. Clearly, she showed them a picture of Kylie. And bingo bongo, here we are. But I'm just like, this is wild. Wild. Like, but whatever. The situation with Alexia, oh, my goodness. Like, her and her, you know, talking to her, you know, dead ex-husband's lover, I mean, good for her though. Like, I mean, truly, like you can tell, like clearly, like she loved him so much that she hurts that he wasn't able to be his true self while he was alive. Like my heart, you guys, I was just like, I, I don't even know what to do with this. Like I always, almost brought me to tears. I was just like, this is the, I mean, just wow. Like true love, like truly, like truly. Like, of course, she's upset with him for not telling her, you know, like, of course, she has those feelings. But for her to be able to not allow those feelings to to trump the information and the great conversation that she could have with somebody that knew her, you know, ex-husband on like a different level, um, just like, just praise her. Like, bravo, brava. Like, when I grow up, I want to be like Alexia, you know? Um. I mean, uh, all the other ladies, I mean, truly are just, you know, as great as ever. Um, I love it. I love the show, you guys. It's it's marvelous. Marvelous. And Andy was not lying. Like, do not sleep on fucking Miami. Like, if you do, like, you are missing out. Missing out. I cannot wait for the Ultimate Girls Trip Part 2 in the Berkshires, you guys. Like, so stoked for that. I mean, I, from what I have heard, it's like, it's a complete shit show. And, oh, my goodness. If you know me, I love a shit show. 
Oh, I love to watch a shit show. <laughs> so I love terrible television, just trash TV. Um, okay. So we're just going to stick again with just doing a, a recap slash review of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So I'm just going to review just the episode that was on this last Sunday. Um, this episode was called Holy Mother of Zion. And at first I was like, why is it called that? But then, and, and then I figured it out. They're going to Zion for their Mother's Day trip. And the, that damn sprinter van, again, it's like somebody needs to sage that bitch. Like, we need to exercise the demons that are up in there. Like, <laughs> that bus needs a cleanse. A straight cleanse. Um, so, yeah, the title makes sense. But anyways, let's go back to the beginning. So, beginning of the episode starts with Jenny um, talking to her daughter. And honestly, you guys, like, I cannot get over Jenny's kid. Like, Jenny's daughter is truly the cutest little person I have ever seen. She is so adorable. And sorry, and I don't mean, like, little person, like, little person. I'm just saying, like, little person as, like, a, like a child. Just want to get that out there. <laughs> Just wanted to be clear. Um, but gosh, like her daughter is just so adorable. I just, I love it. Um, and then next we go to um, Mare and Brooks and they're, you know, they're looking at the venue for Seth's birthday party. And Meredith like takes off her shoes and stuff. She se she steps down onto the second step of the pool and is like, okay, I think this will be good for like the dancers. Now at the moment when I first saw this, I was like, why is the dancers, because she said dancers. So I thought there was going to be more than one. That's usually when you add an S onto something, that's usually what it usually means plural, but I guess not in Meredith's world. Um, <laughs> but um, I was just so confused. Like, why are the dancers only going to dance on that second step? Like, that's barely any room. Then we find out once we get to Seth's party, it's actually only one dancer on that step. So now things make more sense. It's just a dancer, not dancers dancer you know anyways um so that was just weird but then next we cut to the boys going golfing now listen are these the house husbands that like are they as good as our you know jersey so jersey jersey shore house husbands of course not do i love when i see all these men get together of course i do i don't know why i think it really is seth because seth is all over it he is, I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't know if he's going through like a midlife crisis. I don't know if this is just actually Seth's like personality and maybe just because, you know, he was going through some rough stuff. We didn't really get integrated into that. But I'm just like, I mean, listen, like, I love you, but also like you're saying some wild things. <laughs> you are saying some wild things. And... Um, and so at one point, I think it was in his confessional and he was talking about like, you know, like why he wouldn't invite Meredith to golf. And he's like, she would understand because she doesn't love the game. And he's right. I feel Meredith on it. Like, don't invite me to something that, you know, I'm not going to enjoy. And you're just going to get annoyed because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So I'm glad that they got that under, under wraps. Um, but anyway, so the boys are golfing. Um, Justin, Whitney's husband, brings up the suggestion of doing a trip for the ladies. He's like, has anybody thought of any Mother's Day gifts? I don't know why I just did his voice like that. <laughs> I don't know why. Anyways, um, but yeah, so he asked everybody if they got like their Mother's Day gifts yet. Or of course, everybody says no because, you know, they have this trip that production has planned for them to say on the show. Anyways. <laughs> 
neither here nor there. It's neither here nor there. Regardless, we're getting another trip. Um, and so, um, yeah, so that was, so just how they bring up like the trip sometimes just like shocks me. But I mean, also like, I understand that they're like not trying to break the fourth wall. They're just trying to get a way to like bring up the trip without it being like weird, but it is weird because we have all been watching these shows for years years and years and years um i mean i guess us like ogs that have been watching since the jump we know what the fuck's going on like you don't have to do that for us but i guess for like the new folk i guess you gotta you want to still keep the allure up so like i get it like i understand what they're doing but it's just like like for us for us uh, ogs of of uh real housewife shows like we know what the fuck is up you know um so then they start talking about Seth's birthday party. And what I found interesting was that Seth is just like, I want every single one of your wives to have good cleavage at my party. Now, <laughs> all I can say is this is quite the obsession. I mean, it is pretty intense. Um, just the obsession that he has with just, it sounds like just cleavage in general. Um, that nobody, I, I mean, I knew that he was like, like, like Heather's like cleavage. I remember him mentioning that earlier in the season. Um, and of course his wife's cleavage, but I mean, he is about it, about it. Like everybody get that cleavage on. Like, <laughs> it's so wild. My goodness. But listen to each, to each their own. You know what I mean? That's his thing. He loves cleavage. So get it. Um, after that, then we cut to um, Heather and Jen, and Heather takes Jen to a spa to help her relax, um, which I'm like, okay. Um, and then, so they're just, like, kind of, like, chatting about just kind of, like, what happened in, like, the last episode at um, at Whitney's, like, little get-together and, you know, just, like, how crazy that whole situation was with Meredith being, like, listen, like, she needs a friend. I'm not that friend, but she needs a friend. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I will never forget that line as long as I live. She needs a friend. I'm not that friend, but she needs a friend. <laughs> never forget, you guys. Never forget. Um, but then Heather brings up like, oh, well, like we're going to go, you know, I don't know how she brought it up, but something about she brings up Seth's birthday party. And then um, asks Jen, well, you got invited, right? And it's like, no, Meredith doesn't want her around. Like, I don't understand. Like, why would Meredith invite her when she's literally has been telling y'all, please don't invite her anywhere. Please don't make me see her. I don't want to be around her. And then she is there. But also, Meredith, like, you got to like realize you're on a show. So of course, if it's not your thing, she's going to be there. Okay. So she had the, she, so she decided at her thing not to invite her. Like it is what it is, but I can understand from Jen's perspective, not knowing like, what is the deal? Because before the whole, you know, arrest, you know, for the most part, they had at least got to a place where at least like, I think where they could be like cordial to one another. And then after the whole arrest thing, basically Mary's like, I was right. Go fuck yourself, which is fine. Um, but I can understand where Jen, like being in her shoes, I can understand why she's just like, wait, like just because I got arrested, like now you don't want to be friends with me. But yeah, that's exactly it. Like that Meredith is, is the Sutton of, uh, of Salt Lake. You know what I'm saying? Like she doesn't want her uh, reputation to be tarnished by these ruffians. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> um, 
But I did love that Heather and um, Jen were discussing the whole crazy um, menage a trois of Meredith, Mary, and Lisa. Because they were, like, really getting into it, like, trying to, like, trying to just, like, put the puzzle together on how did the feds know that they were going to be at Beauty Lab. And listen, I don't know if Lisa knew that Meredith had hired a PI against Jen. Unclear. But it does seem weird if Meredith did find out something from the PI, why Meredith would not have told Lisa unless Meredith felt like Lisa was too close to Jen that she didn't feel like she could trust her with that information. And that's what I think is, I think that's what happened. And that so begins the breakdown of Lisa and Meredith. But honestly though, who, how did the feds know she was at Beauty Lab? How, who told them? I mean, but listen, okay. I'm trying to like think back when this like story like first broke that she was like arrested. Wasn't there like, um, there was like an undercover, uh, like makeup artist, I think maybe or something like that. But then also wasn't her house bugged? I don't know. I don't know. These are the questions that I have. Um, because if that's the case, then that's how they knew. You know, very easy, very simple. But I would think that at this point in time in the show that Jen would know if her house was bugged or not bugged. I would think that her attorney would know like, hey, they bugged your house. And then and then that would be simply to be like, that's how they found out that they were in my house. Like, I don't know. Seems simple enough, but who am I? Okay, now we get to Seth's party. Now, we watch Meredith and Seth walk in together. They're both very excited, or I should say, like, Seth is. Like, he, like, he seems like just like a kid that's, like, his first time to Chuck E. Cheese. Like, he is ready. When I was just, like, a little, like, I'm sorry, what? Um, <laughs> that was when Seth says to Meredith, I'm going to treat you like my second wife all night long. And I'm sorry, what does that mean, sir? Does that mean you're going to treat her better? Because yikes. <laughs> I mean, I guess since that's still your first. So I mean, I guess a compliment? Unclear. Unclear. I didn't know what way to take it, but clearly Meredith took it as a compliment because they had quite the little, they were making out all up in there. Seth's threatening to stop the, stop the elevator. for. He said for a few minutes, <laughs> a few seconds. It's like, okay, like stop like... <laughs> stop um emasculating yourself like it's unnecessary and like you know like nobody's nobody's here for that like it's okay like <laughs> sometimes you don't last as long as maybe other times and you know it happens you know at the end of the day we're all doing our best i think is what we just need to remember <laughs> oh my goodness i'm really cracking myself up tonight guys okay um when seth walks into this party he keeps like seeing all like the decorations he's seeing like you know um you know, just the decorations and how it is like um, decorated. <laughs> Jesus, I don't know why I can't talk all of a sudden. Um, and what another thing that just was off-putting to me was that he just kept saying, this is fire. That's fire. Oh my goodness, that's fire, fire. Oh, fire, man. Fire. I'm just like, are you a straight frat bro right now? Like, did you just have like a weird like regression? All of a sudden, you turn 49 and now you're fucking 18 again? What happened? <laughs> I'm 
that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Like, is this like, is this the real Seth? And we just didn't get him because he was really going through some hard stuff. So he couldn't be himself at that point in time. And this is Seth where he's just kind of like, he's silly. He's funny. He is just says inappropriate things. You know what I'm like? Just like ridiculous. Oh my goodness. And then he goes over to Seth goes over to the gift baskets now, can somebody explain to me, was that a picture? Like, did he put that on a dating profile site? Or is that a picture that he sent to Meredith? Because I need to know who that picture was for originally. Because the way that he fucking took that photo was like, he, it was either for a dating site. And he's just one of those guys that doesn't really care about a, a photo on a dating site, which is fine. Uh <laughs> Or number two, like he was practicing for a mugshot. Or number three, he sent that to Meredith and just that was the best that he could do. I don't know. He made the comment of it, of, you know, the like the worst pro dating profile pic. But I don't know if that was a joke or if he was being serious. But I love that that picture was in the, in the gift baskets. I really, really do. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then, so Lisa finally gets to the party. And... You know, they are just like acting like her and Meredith are just like acting like nothing happened. Like they didn't have this like weird blowout in front of everybody and that their relationship is not taking any sort of hits whatsoever. Lisa's just like, hey, Meredith, it's me. Um, and, you know, Heather's just like, it bugs me. And she said this in her confessional. And I have to agree. It bugs me as well. It's fake as fuck. It bugs me. I don't know. And then next we see Mary come in, but she really just keeps walking around. I felt like in circles, just talking to herself. But then when she sees Jenny and Dewey, she doesn't even acknowledge Jenny, Dewey, because he's just a, I mean, a kind man, I guess. I mean, as much as I don't like Dewey with the whole sister rise situation, I do think that he is a, like a genuinely like, you know, kind man. Anyways. That's neither here nor there. But Dewey had to, Dewey decided to say something to Mary and was like, how are you doing? And she's like, ask me from like an, like, ask me like an hour from now. Ew. Ew, Mary. You're being weird. His, her husband is just being kind to you. And the fact that you just couldn't even just be like, I'm good. Thanks for asking. Just let it the fuck go. Gross. Gross, 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 gross. I'm just saying for being a woman of God, you know, like Mary, like do better, just do better. That's all I can say. And then, oh yes, I forgot in her, <laughs> in her confessional. I mean, basically like her reasoning for not talking to like Jenny is that one, Seth invited her Two, she liked the invite. And then three, it was for Meredith. And if, if it wasn't for those three reasons, Mary wouldn't be there. But I thought it was interesting that the first reason was because Seth invited her himself or did meredith send you the invite unclear and then uh, one of the more uncomfortable scenes was watching brooks eat that goddamn oyster was rough well, brooks said that was uncomfortable and then somebody that was out of uh, frame said it made us all uncomfortable <laughs> and he was speaking for everyone at the party and and all future all future uh, uh, watchers of that episode because it was uncomfortable. Okay. So then we get to kind of like the nitty gritty with the whole, 
like shoe nonsense. Okay. So Lisa, I think it was not Lisa. Sorry. I think it was Meredith, um, Heather and Whitney were all like talking. Cause like Heather, you know, Heather had done her little puzzle puzzle put together with Jen. Whitney and Heather have also done their own puzzle putting situation together. And then, I mean, fucking Whitney's goddamn uh, the 20th century goddamn Nancy Drew. So, you know, so people are really trying to put things together here. And so they were trying to talk to Meredith about that and just like, is there more to like the story that maybe like you're not like telling us? And Meredith says, I mean, yeah. I mean, what I thought was interesting is that she puts her glasses on. The sun is not in her eyes, but whatever. Um, but she then just says, oh, yeah, there, there's a lot about the story that you don't know. Like, her vocal, her vocal fry is wild. There's a lot about it that you don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Anyways. <laughs> I'm not an impersonator, okay? Clearly. All right. Hello. <laughs> I have a nine to five. You know what I'm saying? Not impersonating people. Anyways, um, so just so so while they are talking about that, you know, then they kind of get into the whole thing that had happened at um at Whitney's party and how they, you know, they were talking about, you know, what Mary had said to uh Jenny and you know, Meredith, I think kind of like saw the light in the sense that like, yes, that could be um taken offensively and that Mary should have taken that in a different way because it's something like, regardless if she understands it or not, that's offensive to her. Um, and you would think that Mary would understand that, but I guess not, but whatever. Um, and then they were kind of like, you know, well, how did Jenny find out about the shoes? And then it comes out that Lisa told Jenny about the shoes or they like repeated it. I mean, we knew that from the last episode, but I guess Meredith didn't hear that part because she seemed really shocked by it. And then it's just like, see, like this is, and I think, you know, like she's realizing the shit that Lisa does um, just to like stir up like drama and create like issues because it's like, she could have just not told Lisa that they were meant for Jen or, or sorry, Lisa could have not told, Lisa did not have to tell Jenny that those shoes were meant for Jen. Um, but because she's puppeteering in the background, you know, she's got herself all caught up doing too much. Um, and and the thing is, is that, you know, I think like people are kind of like questioning, like, why did she take the shoes anyways? Well, Jenny didn't know at the beginning when she took those shoes, she did not know initially that those shoes were meant for Jen. She did not find that out until later on. And then gave the shoes back. She didn't feel like it was given to her in the right energy. And that it was just like disrespectful within her culture. So like, that's fine. Like, I mean, I mean, let's not hate on her because of that. Like, I mean, she didn't feel like it was right. Then it wasn't right. But also like then sell the goddamn shoes. You know what I'm saying? Or give them, I, I mean, maybe not give them to somebody else, but I would have sold those fucking shoes in a hot second. That's just me. I mean, hell. I mean, shit, she could have sold them to Jen. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. I'm not sure how I felt about the Teddy cam. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was unnecessary. And also, I mean, Heather did mention, I think in her confessional, like, oh, I can't, like, I can't even imagine what Jen is going to sh say when she finds out that Teddy was invited, but she was not. And that's fucking true. I mean, like, that's wild that Teddy is there. But anyways, I just don't know how I feel about it. I don't know how I feel about the Teddy cam. I think it was unnecessary, but also, like, whatever. 
<laughs> it's not like it was like a 15 minute, um, you know, package or anything. So, <laughs> so what am I complaining for? Um, so the next uh, we get to the ladies are being bestowed with their ladies trip. Um, and so uh, Dewey and I think it was John, I think it was the lost. So they ended up paying for the trip, which I was like, Dewey, you don't have to tell them that you guys are, that you guys lost and had to pay for the trip. Like they don't need to know that y'all bet on who is going to have to pay for the trip. You know, you guys could have just said it was from all of you. I think that would have been just fine, but <laughs> who am I? <laughs> who am I? Oh my goodness. But then, so uh, this like cracked me up so much. I loved, I God, I love Heather so much. I say it every single fucking time I review Salt Lake City, but fuck, I love this lady. Um, she's just amazing. I just truly like a uh, dream of dreams. Um, Heather said, I didn't know being a mom would get me a trip to Zion with these bitches. <laughs> Because if I'm, if I understand correctly, I'm pretty sure like Zion is supposed to be like a pretty like peaceful place for the most part, like Zenny, like Zen, like Zen. Um, and so it's just like wild that, you know, like she, like it, it's going to be drama. Like there's no way that there's not, like nobody has resolved shit and now y'all are about to be stuck somewhere. Gang, gang. For us that are watching, but not for y'all. And also feel bad for Heather, like, ugh. But um, Jen is coming on the trip. Meredith is not happy about it. Um, it's crazy how obsessed. So that now, okay. So after they, you know, get tell the ladies that they're doing the trip, then we get to Seth's cake. Now Seth, Seth's, blah, Seth's cake was decorated and shaped, I guess, as Whitney's boobs, like her cleavage, all that good stuff. Which I was like, in, it's insane. So then they show like a package of. Just Seth talking about Whitney's boobs, which I was like, you guys, why has this not been just in the shows in general? Like, I appreciate the package now, but I wish that this would have been throughout. So then we had like a little bit more of an understanding of his obsession with boobs, but then also his obsession with Whitney's boobs. Um, but <laughs> it was crazy. She like literally said, you can just get like a whole mouthful of my boobs. And he takes a full bite out of it, which is fine. I mean, it's cake, not, not her real boobs, but I was just like, this is so crazy. But also like, I mean, like Meredith seems like a little like rigid and like hard to like a little cold, like a little hard, like she's just like hard. And so I guess it makes a lot more sense to me why, like, opposites attract sometimes, like, why she is with Seth. Like, I feel like they even each other out. I feel like she's lighter when she's, like, around Seth, like, just, like, happy to, like, laugh. I don't know. I'm just happy for them. I'm glad that they're doing well. And, you know, anywho. Okay. Then, okay, during this party, you guys, we find out that fucking Lisa's husband dated Lisa's sister. Now, they did a side-by-side -side picture of... Um, Lisa and her sister and wow, wow, we woes. Those two look a lot alike. Crazy, crazy. But I feel like there is way more to the story between, uh, Lisa and her sister. I'm just saying, I mean, that never ends well when your sister then dates somebody that you, that's your ex. That just, I mean, unless they ended on like amazing fucking terms, but I don't think so. But, okay, so then, you know, everybody's having, like, a good time after the cake and stuff, and everybody just, like, starts jumping into the pool. Mary is horrified by them jumping in the pool. She said, I have an Alexander McQueen on. I cannot. Um, but I love that um, 
you know, Whitney jumped in right after Seth. Like, I just love that Whitney just is like a good time, like a good time type of like person. You know what I mean? And I love that her husband lets her be a good time type of person. Not saying that she's not saying that he shouldn't or that she, you know, I'm just saying that there are people that try to stifle that type of um, energy. And I'm glad that she is around people and is married to somebody that only in, you know, supports it and encourages it. Um, so yeah. So anyway, so um, Whitney jumps in there and then um, they, they basically throw um, Meredith in there. Um, then everybody jumps into the hot tub. Uh, Heather takes off her shoes. She runs runs to go and go get into the hot tub she slips almost falls i mean that fall would have been could have been devastating um <laughs> life or death the way that the direction that she was going honestly um but so glad that she caught herself um then whitney tries to get lisa into the pool i don't understand their relationship one little bit but who am i um i need i almost feel like i need to like rewatch like last season to understand like how long everybody's known each other for but anyways <laughs> just go back and you know review the text um but uh, then, yeah, so then Whitney tries to get Lisa into the pool. Um, you tr see Whitney, like, trying to, like, almost, like, pick her up. And then you just see Lisa take her pants off, and then she gets in the pool. Those pants clearly were too expensive to be going into a hot tub. So I'm, I'm glad that, you know, Lisa is a little, you know, she's, uh, she's too controlled, you know, like, too, like, type A. So I'm glad to see that at least she took the pants off and still went into the into the thing and just had fun with everybody. I don't know, you guys. I'm weirdly, and I don't know what it is. I don't like, I don't really like Lisa. I know that she has been creating storylines left and right, and maybe that is what I'm liking about her because she's keeping her goddamn show afloat. Listen, I feel like it would have been, it would have stayed afloat regardless if Lisa was pulling strings in the back or not. I mean, everybody is doing great. But I'm weirdly starting to like Lisa. I'm enjoying her and I don't know what's happening. I literally hated her like maybe two, three episodes ago. And now I'm just like, okay, I think I can, I think I can get behind this. I don't know, you guys. Anyways, so um, Seth's birthday party ended with him and Meredith kissing and hugging and him saying this is the best birthday party since he was in the McDonald's ball pit. And listen, I love McDonald's terribly, so, so much. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, I'm loving it. I love McDonald's, you guys. So I feel Seth on that. I do. Okay, so listen, we, at, at some point during Seth's party, when they were showing that, showing um, that portion of the show, we cut over into... Jen and Coach Shaw. Now they are doing a couples therapy like drawing situation and they're chatting and, you know, just like discussing what's like going on, blah, blah, blah. blah. And, you know, uh, Jen's looking for a new, looking for like a new house and, you know, and then, um, you know, <laughs> and then, you know, Jen tells him that, you know, like, well, we didn't even get invited to Seth's birthday party. And Coach kind of looked like a little like shocked, but also was just like, I'm not even I, like. Also, I think and maybe that was the look that I was that I was picking up on was that he's like, I'm not even going to get into this with you. Like, she clearly doesn't like you. We have way fucking bigger situations going on than whether or not we were invited to Seth's birthday party. 
So I feel Coach Shaw. But those fucking um, boards that they did, they were supposed to be writing like board, like they had like these like poster boards out and they were writing on them, like saying like the best things like about like their relationship or, you know, the best thing like about like each other, you know, like one of those like, you know, kind of like couples, you know, type of like, just like a therapy session. I'm sorry, like Jen wrote like, you know, I mean, listen, like that girl, she filled up her board. Okay. Now, what was devastating to me was that he's like, I don't really have like a lot of stuff on here that pertains to you, but like, it was just kind of hard for me, but, um, I got like a dog and because like you're loyal and you take care of everybody. And it was generic AF had nothing to do with Jen. Listen, I believe that as much as coach Shaw is standing by her side, which is wonderful, which is great. Definitely. Like she needs that. Um, but I think like he is pissed. Like he is not okay. And he was, I think, already, I mean, before this even happened, before the season started, before they started taping, I should say, it sounds like they were already talking about like divorce. So now something like this, I mean, Jen is fighting for her life to keep that marriage afloat. For her laugh. For your laugh. Lip sync for your laugh, Jen. Just saying. Anyways, <laughs> okay, so now towards the end of the episode, you guys, I mean, it's like the last like few minutes of it, we are getting on to the trip bus ride, okay, we're heading to, we are heading to Zion, okay, now we have the same driver, Jen, or Whitney and Jenny get there first, they see, they, they sit in the same seats, okay, that's crazy. It's crazy enough that we have the same driver, same fucking bus, and then y'all are going to sit in the same seats? Wild. I would have switched it up because it would have been too creepy for me. It would have been too be- too creepy for me to be sitting in the same fucking place as like something like after something crazy happened. Um, everybody is like super hyped for the trip. So I'm like, yeah, like let's do this. But we know some shit is about to hit the fucking fan based off of the trailer. So we just got to like hunker down in it. Now, but once Jen gets into the bus, I mean, she basically is like, like, let's go. Like, Kevin, I made it. Like, let's go. Let's go. Everybody gets there because it's just Lisa, Jen, Jenny, Heather, Whitney. I mean, thank God they didn't meet up in front of Beauty Lab again. Oh, that would have been too much of a coincidence. Just saying. So, so again, Meredith and Mary aren't on the bus, but everybody's going to the same place, but everybody should be on the bus, but who am I? Okay, so now that everybody is like together in a sense, people are now everybody's kind of like questioning some things. And so because they're talking about like, well, gosh, like it's so crazy, but like Meredith wasn't here, like she was at that, but like, but then they're like, wait, was she in Vail or was she at like the remor- memorial? Like which one? Because then they called her later and she was already in Vail, which says to me, I and I don't know if she was at her father's memorial or if she was in Vail or is her father's memorial in Vail? Unclear. And nobody seems to be able to answer that question. The only person that can would be Mary or not Mary. I'm sorry, Meredith. So, and then we find out that Jenny told Jen that Meredith hired the fucking PI. Like Jenny, like I love you and you're doing great things. But if we wanted this trip to go well, maybe wait until everybody is, you know, at the same locale 
and then drop that bomb on Jen. And then we can just, then we can watch it. You know what I'm saying? But right now, other people are getting a little bit of backlash um, on this bus. So, like, Jen is losing it on the bus. Jen wants Lisa to hold Meredith accountable to the standards as Lisa holds Jen accountable, which is understandable. That's called a friendship. You can't like make exceptions for like each other. I can understand where Lisa's coming from the sense that she's like, well, I've known Meredith a lot longer and I get that, but you should still have the same standards and morals throughout like all of your friendships. And, you know, so if you're going to tell one person not to do something, but then allow the other person to do it when it's just as wrong, then that's not, that's not being a true friend. You're just enabling you're enabling the friend that you've been friends with forever by not telling them the truth that what they were doing was in, was not okay. You know? And then you're just like looking like an ass, like you don't really care about the other friend that you did speak up for or speak up to. And it just looks like you're just attacking them, you know? So, I mean, so I can understand where Jen is coming from that, from that, with that for sure. But I feel like multiple, like multiple times, Lisa tried to like explain herself. I feel like also like Heather and Whitney tried to like calm down the situation. They tried to like also like bring in like their two cents and like say like, listen, like it's not just Lisa. Like we like we all had things to say. It wasn't just her. And we know we now know that we need to be better friends. And from here on out, we are going to be better friends. And that did not shut it down did not shut it down. At one point, I truly was just like, what is Jen even arguing about? Like, what is she screaming about? It just got confusing because she's getting lost in her own fucking like whirlwind because she's not hearing what people are saying. She's thinking and she's not listening, which is fine. Like, think, of course, but it's just like, you need to like, listen to what people are saying, take that in and then go from there. Because it's not like she heard that, like, Lisa's like, I can't be responsible for her, but I'm sorry that, you know, like, or, you know, like, I could have done better or whatever it was that Lisa was like, saying to her, but she could not take that shit in. It was wild. It was wild. So I, it was just, it was a crazy, like, last, like, few minutes of, like, the episode because at one point I was just like, what is happening? Like, Jen is just like a dog with a bone. Like, it was about to be resolved and then it wasn't. And, you know, like I said, like I said before, I was just super unclear about what point she was trying to make at the end. She made it, but then she couldn't let go. Like Jen wanted to fight. Like that's what it is. Jen is just like angry. And that's the only way that she knows how to deal with like her anger, I feel like, is by lashing out. I mean, we've seen it over and over and over again. And I'm not going to lie. I used to, I definitely used to, I feel like definitely used to be that person that I didn't know how to deal with like my emotions. And the only way that they came out was in anger. And I would just lash out to people and lash out probably to the people that were like closest to me because it just seemed easier to do, which is not okay. I'm just, I'm just saying I can relate. That's all. Anyways, it's got on a weird, on a weird ending of a podcast that's supposed to be just like kind of like fun and, uh, you know, a, a few ha-has every now and again. <laughs> But you guys, um, so we ended on a to be continued. So I don't know what the, you know, what we're looking at for the next episode, but I have a feeling that this may be the episode where, um, or a close, to, we're getting close to the episode, I think, where, um, you know, everybody's like in white and like, I think, I think it's Jen that gets up in like Meredith's face, I think, or something like that. And yeah, so I think we're getting close to that portion of the, of the trailer, if you will. So we'll see what happens. Um, but gosh. Just another great episode of Salt Lake City, you guys. It really, really was. So, I mean, we have Summer House coming, which I can't wait. 
I cannot wait for Summer House. I actually just like keep watching the trailer. I'm so excited. Um, you know, I am just like kind of watching Real Housewives of Orange County, like here and there. I don't think that I'm going to um, record it. If I do, like, you know, like I say almost every week, if I do see something, I will say something. But for the most part, we're just going to hunker down in Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Um, and then, of course, I'm going to definitely be reviewing Summer House. Like that's uh, for sure because it's too good not to. Just too good not to. Too good, too good not to. Um, and I'm not sure what else is coming up Bravo-wise. I don't know. But, I mean, we got we have great things coming. We're living in a great thing. So, you know, it, it's all working out. So I just want to say thank you again so much, everybody, for listening. And, um, you know, please just like, subscribe. Um, the podcast, wherever you are listening, um, please follow my IG page at Give Me More Reality. Um, that's just where if the, I just will let you know when things are being posted, if things are late, like just any information really about the podcast is going to be on that IG page. So I just suggest following that for any updates. Um, and, you know, just thank you guys so much again. I really appreciate it. You have no idea just like how amazing it is just to, um, just to know that people are actually listening to my little baby podcast. It really just means a lot to me. So just have a wonderful week out there, everybody. And I will, we'll be back next week. All right. Thank you guys so much. This has been Give Me More Reality. Thanks guys.